The Campire is brought to you by... We can't have a podcast episode and not talk about your teeth. I've told you before, I'm going to tell you again, your teeth are the windows to your heart health. If you didn't know, if you're thinking, oh, I need to make an appointment to go see the dentist, let this be your sign. But I have to tell you about my water pick. Water pick, your gum health are so important. And flossing just never worked for me. I, I wouldn't do it consistently enough. I hated doing it. I didn't do it properly. But a water pick, unlike floss, gets into places that floss cannot get. And I swear by it. And you will see remarkable changes in your gum health. Check out the affiliate link in the description of this episode for my favorite water pick. And since we're talking about your teeth, let's talk about Quip. So we have a referral link in the description. I need to reach out to Quip because y'all need to be running me a check. Just saying. But no, I love Quip. I've been using them for several years at this point. And it's one of the ways that I know how long I should be brushing my teeth, when I should switch from one side to the next, top to the bottom. But also they send me uh, toothbrush heads every three months so I can remember to replace my toothbrush heads because some of you are still not doing that. Just saying. (laughs) Joint Quip, there's not just that. They have all kinds of really great things for your tooth health, your teeth health, whatever you want to call it, at their website. For more information, check out the referral link available in the description of this episode. Happy holidays from the Kempire Radio Network, and you're listening to The Kempire here on the Kempire Radio Network. Welcome back to the Kempire here on the Kempire Radio Network. And we're back and we have to talk about a variety of things. Thanksgiving, we have to talk about preparing for the holidays, travel, and we have to talk some hot topics from Wendy Williams, TJ Holmes, and Amy Robach on Good Morning America. And of course, all things reality TV. So let's get into it. All right, so before we get into all the tea, because there's a lot of stuff, and I know some of you are like, oh, why do I have to subscribe to you here on this platform or that platform? Because I am literally sharing certain things that I don't share anywhere else. Just saying. Who I am on Twitter is very different than who I am on TikTok. There's content that I put on TikTok that you won't find on YouTube or on a podcast. And the podcast might be a place where I drop tea that I don't share anywhere else. Not might be. I have in the past. And I might this episode. I'm still figuring out if I want to mention what I know. There's a lot of tea that I know that I don't share. But maybe I'll share it here and won't put it in the actual video version. Anyways. So for the holidays, as you know, I went away to Tennessee for Thanksgiving, and it was nice because I honestly was looking forward for a break. And I always have to keep reminding myself, you know, because I do do a lot and the team is not where it needs to be when it comes to uh, the amount of people that I need and the level of work that I need people doing. So I'm still figuring out those details, but also really figuring out balancing for my own self and setting boundaries when it comes to it's time for me to take a break. And that's literally what I was looking forward to just to kind of get away, just relax, eat, have fun, laugh, catch up, decorate, helping my friends decorate. Some of you were speculating that I have a boo in Tennessee. I wish I did. I do not. (laughs) Some of you had specific people that you thought, too. And I'm like, first of all, who, 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 what, where? And and which also is another reason to me when I do get into a relationship, I know not to tell y'all damn not nothing <laughs> because everyone's trying to figure it out. And I'm like, there is nobody. Keep figuring it out. 
But I guess this is what happens, right? When you try to be private, people want to get in there, especially with the word. I know, me trying to be private and I'm always in people's business. That's my job. (laughs) And you guys are happy that it's my job. But yeah, so I just went down because I have friends that that I've known for nearly 20 years, got married, and now live in Tennessee. So I said, all right, I, I go down, I visit. You know, we can't really travel too well. We couldn't for a period of time. We couldn't travel outside the country. So, you know, I really have limited my travels outside the country, but I'm slowly but surely getting back out there. Last year, I went to Amsterdam. Love Amsterdam. But y'all know if you followed me on this platform or multiple platforms, I talked about my experience being there in comparison to when I went there originally. It was it was after COVID. I had to get tested like any time that I wanted to go do an inside event. I had to go get that, you know, swab up my nose. And I did it multiple times. However, I made up for the times that I didn't have to do it when I was here in the States because I wasn't going anywhere. I was home. So I didn't have to get tested. So that was a different experience. Now I'm ready to kind of go back out there and I want to see different parts of the world. And I think that's part of the reason why I love 90 Day Fiance when we do like the other way or they're traveling to another country. I'm like, it's like we're virtually traveling, but I want to go. (laughs) I want those stamps for my passport. I want those experiences. So I'm looking forward to some more travel during the holidays. So that's what I was doing. I was in Tennessee just chilling, relaxing, but still producing content. I know. I'm still trying to figure out the balance of no content. I think during the Christmas holidays, though, I will also give you guys a rest from like, oh, wait, Kim Pirate posted a video. So I also feel like you guys feel like an obligation. Oh, I want to see what you're talking about, which I appreciate. Trust me. But I think during the holidays, I will really take some time off, real time off. And really discover a new culture, discover new foods, discover a new place, discover new cities. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm excited about um, in regards to the holidays. But as you also know, I love celebrating the holidays. I love Christmas. I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so I didn't celebrate holidays. I would get like a a gift or two from my uncle that did celebrate. So I go all out. All right, you you see the studio, but I go all out. My entire home is usually decorated. This year, I was like, oh, maybe I won't do everything. And this year, I <laughs> I did everything except maybe my uh, porch. That that is it. I still decorated outside. I still decorated living room, bedroom. I still have to change my bedroom sheets. Well, my bedroom comforter and things like that. My duvet because I have a really beautiful duvet that I got from Pottery Barn. I think it was Pottery Barn. But you can never get your bedroom to look like the one that's in the picture. But you know why? The trick is, is that there are tricks that they're doing to make those things look fluffy. Like two um, duvet fillers, which reminds me, I need to order one, (laughs) another one, so I can make my duvet look gorgeous. This is, okay, sidebar. This is why I need a boo. (laughs) Well, no, because I think to myself, I was like, you know what? You know, when I have a boo... Maybe I'll have that person to help me decorate. I won't be alone here, which I don't mind because I turn on the music. I turn on something to watch and I decorate and I have a good time. But I also think about, you know, I've had friends and things like that that I've decorated with. When I was in Tennessee, I was helping my friend decorate. It's an To me, it's a group activity. There's something about those types of memories and fun that you do together that are to me, the best part of the holidays and the best part of doing that. Yes, I have a good time doing... Okay, I put this um, shelf together that's behind me here in the studio. <sighs> Amazon, 
first of all, I don't I don't know if I've ever ordered furniture from Amazon. This might be the first time or second time. I don't remember. But the last time I ordered furniture that has to put together was a TV stand and that was horrendous and I I forgot where I got that from. But I didn't realize how much Okay, it probably would have wouldn't have been a big issue if the instructions were detailed, were actual words and not very odd similar pictures but not really letting you know what you have and how to put it together. I had to google schmoogle it on YouTube. So for those of you that wonder what I watch on YouTube, those are the things I watch. How to put things together, um, real estate, <laughs> things like that. Um, so that is what I was doing this week, putting a shelf together because I had the bright idea. I always have bright ideas. I'm always shifting and turning. If you watch the, the page, the YouTube page last year, the studio looked completely different. Um, I don't even know. If, we, I, yeah, we didn't even have the television um, behind me in the studio. We had something completely different. I had my um, poinsettias. I love those. I love those. I might get a couple for the for the studio. I just I love I love Christmas. If you couldn't tell, I'm the king of Christmas, self proclaimed. Tell Mariah. Um, so I'm getting ready for the holidays. Even though I will be traveling, I still have decorated the entire house. It doesn't matter because I do it for me. Uh, maybe a handful of people will see these decorations this year. I mean, besides those of you that are watching on YouTube, but I don't care. It's for me. At the end of the day. So for those of you that have been thinking about, oh, no one's going to see it. No one's coming over. No, you would be surprised how putting up just some lights or putting up a wreath or putting up a small tree will make you feel better and make you feel in the holiday spirit. I have to say, though, I'm still in the holiday spirit, but normally I'm always playing like the Christmas music when the time starts. This is the year I'm feeling a little different about the Christmas music. I don't know what it is. Maybe I need to, a new Christmas album to get me excited. I don't know. I just don't feel like listening to Christmas music like that. But what I am going to do is watch a Christmas movie. There was one that I watched last year. I can't remember the name. It was a gay one, and it was on Netflix. And I thought it was the cutest Christmas movie. The Christmas movies aren't, aren't normally my, my thing, even though I love Christmas, they, they're usually just corny. And this was a little corny, but it was also so cute, the way it was done. And then, of course, I had a crush on, um, I don't even know, I haven't really seen him in anything else. But he was, so, oh, my God, so cute. The, the black eye in the, oh, so cute. Anyways, <laughs> now, now that I'm talking about it, don't be surprised. I'm going to be watching that tonight. I'll probably be watching that tonight. Anyways. So I'm getting ready for the holidays. I'm excited for the holidays. I am fully decked out. I only have one thing that I need to put up, and that is one of the two villages that, or one or three villages that I have, and I need to put that in my foyer. And that will be pretty much it. And plus doing some organizing and cleaning and then preparing for my travels and paying bills. I got bills to pay. I got things to do. But I wanted to make time to do this podcast, and you probably will get another episode before I start traveling um, uh, and before the new year. You'll probably get a new episode with a special guest, so stay tuned for that. And guys, as always, just a reminder, rate and review five. Give us a five star. I don't care. I, look, I'm tired of saying just rate and review. No. Give us a five star. Tell us what you love about the podcast, Campfire Radio, whatever platform that you're listening to this on. All right. I know why you're here. You don't want to hear me rambling. No, some of you do want to hear the personal stuff. So I gave you that. Let's talk about Wendy Williams. Look, you know, this this would not be a podcast if we didn't talk about Wendy Williams. Well, right now, 
The only thing that I can report in regards to Wendy, outside of what I'm about to tell you, in regards to her update, she was at Circle of Sisters, looking well, feeling well, people giving her flowers. I, she looked good. I mean, she's still having a, you know an issue with her feet, as you know, she has lymphedemia, so she strug- she struggles with that. Um, but not nothing like nothing crazy to report. But and this is just speculation. I do believe there there might be something else going on with Wendy. But it's so interesting to me this Kelvin, aka Kevin Hunter story comes out and then I'm thinking, wait, was this a plan by Wendy Williams all along? <laughs> um, well, we'll see. Okay, so Kelvin is now in court documents asking for his alimony slash severance to be restarted, reinstated, because apparently he was cut off last year when all of this Wells Fargo situation started happening. We didn't know. We had no, I, I was assuming he was still getting paid just through the financial guardian. I, I understand maybe there was a lapse after, as she was fighting, uh, Wendy was fighting for access to her Wells Fargo accounts. There was a period of time where she was saying, like, I can't pay my bills. I can't access my money. Well, apparently he was cut off indefinitely. And here's why. Apparently, when she stopped working as, you know, a daytime talk show host and she wasn't getting paid anymore, there's a stipulation in the agreement that was reached in her divorce and his departure as an executive producer of The Wendy Williams Show. And in that agreement, it says if she is not on television if she's not receiving the same amount of money that she was receiving for, you know, doing the Wendy Williams show, his severance can be terminated. It can be modified. So it looks like now, because he's claiming in these legal documents that he can't pay his bills, his house is about to be in foreclosure. And a lot of you were like, we don't care. <laughs> A lot of you are like, this is your karma. Because for those that may have forgotten, for those of you that may have forgotten, the reason why they're even divorced was because he had a baby with Sharina Hudson, a woman he's had a relationship with for almost maybe 15 to 20 years. But apparently, allegedly, Wendy knew about this relationship, but the baby was the deal breaker for her. Okay. So I thought to myself, after reading more details, and guys, if you want more specific details on this story, I did a separate video on the Kempire Daily YouTube channel where I go through what the court documents say and what this contract says in, in regards to him trying to get this reinstated. So I thought to myself, after reading that, and I was like, wait, was this a plot that Wendy set up? You know, all of the, you know, she can't work. There's all these issues. She's got sobriety issues. And I thought to myself, and I've been saying this, I feel like, I'm like, Wendy, Wendy's had it together for years. And I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible that she's just fallen off and she was able to maintain for a long time. Very possible. But a lot of you agreed with me in the comment section when I first reported on this that you said, Wendy is a plotter. She's talked about it in her book. She's talked about it on her radio program. She's talked about it on the Wendy Williams show. Could this be a plot? And if it is a plot, she wouldn't she wouldn't even be able to tell us this until someone's gone or it's all played out. I don't know. Could this all be a plot? 
a part of me hopes and wishes that it was a plot because it's it's such a sad situation to see Wendy Williams go from such a put together woman to where she is right now. And such a sad way for her daytime talk show to end. Congratulations to Sherry. Apparently her show is doing well. I'm not watching it just because I'm too busy. But I mean, let's be honest. When Wendy was on, I wasn't too busy. I would watch the, uh, the hot topics. But and look, I already told you I was going to give the show a try. I did. I feel like her show is it's good. I, do I think that it's going to last for 10 seasons? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. A lot of you have been watching it. The, the ratings are doing well. Congratulations to, to Sherry. But I'll say this. You remember the Hollywood Reporter um, article that they did on Wendy Williams and how the executive producer said that Wendy Williams, um, she, I forgot their exact words, but they basically said there are a lot of people in Hollywood that would not do the show because of Wendy Williams and things that she would say. And I found it interesting. And I, felt, and I thought to myself, is this a dig at Wendy? If you Have you looked at some of the guests that have come on the Sherry Shepard show? I feel like all those people were people that had issues with Wendy. I know, I know, but I know I'm not the only one that may have thought that. Method Man was on there. There was someone else that, there were a couple of people, and I kept on thinking, I was like, damn, it feels like they're taking digs at Wendy right now by having these these particular people come on, on, on the show. But in all fairness, the producers were saying these people wouldn't come on the show because it was Wendy. But I just found it to be interesting. Guys, are you watching the Sherry Shepard show? I have to say, I try to give Jennifer Hudson's show a try. And I'm sorry, Jennifer. I don't, I'm, Jennifer, I'm not feeling it. I don't, I don't like her style. I don't like, hmm. Are we just giving away daytime talk shows now? Apparently, Drew, Drew Barrymore still has a show. I mean, I tried watching it. It's not terrible, but I'm like, are we just giving away daytime talk shows? And she's been renewed. The one the person that did surprise me and did come across very likable and I liked the, the format of her show was Kelly Clarkson. And I, was, I wasn't sure because I was like, I like Kelly. She's a talented singer, but can she do daytime talk? And I have to say, she impressed me. I was like, okay. I mean, is she the best interviewer and things like that? I don't know about all that, but I have to say, I, I wasn't cringing watching her. And that's why I feel like her show has continued to grow and be successful. Daytime talk, it's not easy. So if you're able to survive a few seasons, look at the real. No, no matter how I felt about the show, it lasted for eight seasons and that and won Emmys. So that's hard to do. That's hard to do. So congratulations to everyone that's maintaining a show. I still have not gotten to Karamo, and I haven't really heard anyone talk about Karamo's show. Sorry, Karamo. Sorry. Well, since we're talking about daytime talk, we got to talk about Good Morning America. I can't believe that we're even talking about Good Morning America. But pop culture, as you guys know, it's not just, you know, reality TV. It's not just music and entertainment. It's all the things that become popular news. And justice for Shanquilla, most definitely. We're still following that story. We haven't given you an update on the Kempire Daily YouTube channel since the last report because we're hearing conflicting information. So I want to wait until... We actually get some solid information, maybe from the FBI or some actual documents that confirm that someone has been arrested or extradited. So we're just sitting and waiting. So still justice for Shanquilla Robinson and her family. So daytime talk, though, daytime morning shows, as you know, the morning show on Apple TV was insanely popular, insanely popular. 
But who knew? Who knew that all the tea behind the scenes was this hot, this piping hot? I did. Because I know that, look, I worked in corporate America. The tea over there is piping hot, too. Just saying. Y'all could do a series about that. Law firms are a mess. So TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, the news came out this week that they allegedly are together now. Although both being married to different people. I had no idea Amy Robach was married to Andrew Shu, you know, from Melrose Place. And sidebar, apparently there may have been, allegedly, we don't know, we haven't confirmed, but there was a short period of time between Amy Robach's marriage and her relationship with Andrew Shu. They've been together for quite some time, but now they're about to finalize their divorce. Apparently, she just moved out of their New York City apartment. They sold their million-dollar apartment. All right. And TJ Holmes and Marilee Figbig, if you follow my report, he did a post in 2020 talking about, I don't know how you've been with me for 10 years, 10 days, 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 hours, 10 minutes. And he said, I guess that's just a credit to, you know, how powerful you are as a black woman. And for me, I was just like, don't be gaslighting me, trying to hype me up. And then at the same time, I, I've been dealing with your mess. Well, apparently TJ Holmes, he has a history, allegedly, of cheating. He apparently had a relationship with Natasha Singh, a GMA, a former GMA producer. All right. A three year affair. And Marilee found out about it. Sidebar, Amy and Natasha Singh are like really good friends. Really, really good friends. But apparently that relationship has been strained because of her relationship with TJ. Well, the Daily Mail, very much like how they discovered and exposed Kelvin Hunter and his relationship and his baby, did the same with TJ and Amy's relationship. They had all the pictures or the receipts, them sitting in the back of a car holding hands, them having this upstate New York getaway um, affair situation going on. And then TJ Holmes and Amy last week arrived at the ABC studios as a couple, allegedly, and were like, well, we're separated and now we're together. Well, over the weekend, we were covering this story and it gained a lot of traction because a lot of you were like, oh, 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 oh. And at first, when I, when I first reported, I was like, these people are not going to care about TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. But I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to cover the story and then I'll be done with it. Look, then I'll be done with it. Apparently not, because as we already know, where there's smoke, there's some fire, right? Because more and more continues to come out. And I know, hey, Amy, I keep hinting at you guys about allegations against Amy. So I'll I'll mention them here exclusively on the podcast. Anytime that I'm live on YouTube or when I'm recording a podcast, I always have my coldest water bottle near me. I have it right next to me right now. The water bottle is quality. It keeps your water cold for 36 plus hours, but that's not the only thing that I've gotten from coldest.com. I've gotten their ice packs. I've upgraded my water bottle to the gallon size. I still need to make sure that I'm drinking my gallon of water a day, but they also have sheets. They have pillows. They have things for your pets, including pet beds. Coldest continues to expand and they have all of the things that you might need for this holiday season, or maybe a gift for someone else. Don't be selfish. It's the holidays. Use the discount code KEMP10 for 10% off of your order. More information is available in the description of this episode. Check it out. 
Have you become a member of our YouTube channel? Well, we just added a new tier, a place where you're able to get some new perks that we haven't made available to the Team Campire or Royal Court membership. We have now introduced Senior Royals. You'll get special content, special messages, and of course, a special live show once a month that will be available or a special video. We just did that last month and you guys loved it. It was our exclusive unedited version of our conversation with Femtaro. But if you can't afford the senior royal tier, there are other tiers and other options and really great perks of supporting the Kempire Daily YouTube channel. Head on over to teamkempire.com backslash join for more details. More links will be available in the description of the episode. Become a member today. And if you don't want to become a member, at least become a subscriber. Subscribe to the channel, like our videos, comment on our videos, and don't forget to share because sharing is caring. Because more and more continues to come out. And I know, hey, Amy, I keep hinting at you guys about allegations against Amy. So I'll, I'll mention them here exclusively on the podcast. And I'm not going to go into all the details because I'm still waiting on multiple confirmations. So some sources have come to me and revealed that Amy had a relationship allegedly with Matt Lauer over at NBC when she was over at NBC. But she only had this relationship allegedly in order to get the, get to the top, in order to secure her position next to him on the show. When he was, he, he wielded a power, as you already know, over that show, the Today Show. And apparently had multiple relationships. So according to this source, they were saying that both Amy and another young lady were both having relationships with him in order to get this position. However, the position ends up going to Miss um, Guthrie. I can't remember her first name, but you guys know I'm talking. The woman that's in the position now, not Hoda. This was before Hoda. And it, it was because, allegedly, that the higher-ups found out about Matt Lauer's relationships with these women and decided they didn't want the smoke, they didn't want to get involved. And that's why neither one of them allegedly got that role. That is what I've been hinting at, but I, I, I'm going to keep this a podcast exclusive. From what I heard, I've been waiting to hear and confirm the information from multiple sources, but I said, I'll, I'll mention it here. I don't know if it's any of it is true, but the more I hear about this story, I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, then also we find out this week that TJ Holmes is also being accused by multiple sources of having relationships, cheating on his wife with other ABC staffers other than just the producer and Amy uh, Robach. I'm not surprised by that because it sounded as if there was a serial situation going on here. I'm not surprised by that. I was a little shocked, though, by the story that TJ Holmes is a nightmare behind the scenes, that he's not very nice to ABC staffers. You would be surprised who you think is nice. Sidebar, okay. Not Mel B um, outing James Corden, who I always seemed like the nicest guy, but I guess very much like Ella DeGeneres is not the nicest. You know, he had that story out a couple of months ago about how he was a nightmare at a restaurant here in New York. And I was shocked by that too. 
But it's always the ones that you think aren't the nicest. Mm. I'm nice, though. I try to be, but I'm transparent. When I'm hungry, y'all know I'm not the nicest. Or I just try to get off and be to myself so I can eat something. But I also think it's important to be nice to people, even when you don't think people are looking. James Corden. Damn. Anyways. So the TJ Holmes and the Amy Robach story is heating up. They were taken off the air this week and replaced for this week by Gio Benitez and um, Stephanie Ramos. And some of you already in the comments section have said, I actually really like them together. I thought they were really, really good. Okay. I mean, I don't watch the third hour. I remember when Michael Strahan, Sarah from The View, and Kiki had their third hour show. And I thought it was doing pretty pretty well. But then the pandemic hit, and I think that caused the show to kind of... Okay, I'll be honest with you. I liked Kiki on it, and I love Sarah. I think Sarah is just so... she's, She's perfect for ABC and for GMA. And I could tell she's wonderful behind the scenes because the minute they canceled that show they made sure that she had another position there it, it, pay attention to, to things like that okay however i know for for the love of kim zolciak but i don't believe that with with um sarah until until something else comes out sarah please don't do it to us but michael strahan i mean i get why people like michael strahan i just felt like ah, I didn't like him on Kelly, the Kelly and, you know, Kelly and Michael. I didn't like him on that. I don't really love him on GMA. Uh, that's just me. That's just me. So when they, they were putting him on this, I was like, ah, yeah, could have. Because mm. I'm, I'm such a big advocate for giving talent, um, new talent and opportunity like they did with Kiki. She's new in that arena. And I think Kiki has a... So congratulations to Kiki Palmer. She confirmed on Saturday Night Live that she's pregnant, even though all of you said, we already knew. <laughs> but she confirmed it and did a, a smashing job on on Saturday Night Live. But she, she confirmed that she is pregnant. Um, sidebar, her man is brothers with that guy from Insecure. I can't remember any of the names at this point. I apologize. I apologize, but I can't remember. He's cute, though. He's actually really, really cute. Go ahead, Kiki. You're cute, too, Kiki, and very talented. Um, but rewinding back, let me come. Let me bring it all the way back. <laughs> so all of that, all of that being said in regards to the Amy Robach situation, so many of you have been asking me, what is the tea? Why do you keep saying, hey, Amy, what do you know? That is what they were saying. According to the source, that is that is the allegation. I didn't even get into all of what the uh, the source was saying, but that's what they were saying. And so she ends up moving on to other things. This other person moves on to something else because she, she she leaves the, the network completely. So that situation, we're going to continue to follow. TJ, Amy, I don't think they're going to lose their jobs. I just don't think we're going to see them on GMA3 together anymore. Just saying. So I feel like I'm always talking about television. I'm always recapping television. So sometimes I don't get to sit down and just enjoy a show. But I always love when you guys link me to shows that you're watching. I just don't love the last part when you say, can you recap this? <laughs> no, I appreciate it, guys, because you 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 put in front of me shows that are really, really good. Um, 
So I did start watching Wednesday on Netflix. It's just a remake, a reimagine of, you know, the Adams family. And it's doing quite well. It's doing very, very well. Some of you have watched it more than twice. And I'm like, wow, then I need to get into it. And from the first episode, I was like, oh, I see why people love this. To me, this was Netflix's answer for the canceling of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I thought was incredibly done as well. The other thing that I, I, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but you, you know, I love, love, uh, what's it, what's his name? Paige Badgley? I can't think of names. Y'all know, look. (laughs) Paige Badgley or something like that. He was on Gossip Girl. So cute and so incredibly great in you. I remember, I think I was in Berlin. I think I was in Berlin when the first season premiered. And I was like, and mind mind you, that was originally on Lifetime and it didn't do well. It started, it got popular on Netflix. And then Netflix was like, oh, we're going to do a whole thing with it. So I'm looking forward to the new season of You. I just finished watching Dead to Me with Christina Applegate, who is incredible in it. And she just got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, long overdue. But she's so funny in this. It's a, it's dramatic. It's funny. It's so good. So good. I just finished watching that. Um, what else did I watch on Netflix? Oh, of course. I, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. I did watch um, Dubai Bling, which a lot of you told me to watch. But by the time I was done with it, I'm glad I did watch it. So we were able to kiki and talk about some of the funny people on there, including Ibrahim. Uh, And, you know, we love Dubai and we love covering the Real Housewives of Dubai, which are doing quite well. It's like number three on Hey You's Most Watched. Did you know that? Mm. They are currently uh, gearing up for season two, allegedly, from what I hear. They didn't start filming yet. No, 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 no. Um, But I hear gearing up. Okay. So that's what I'm watching on Netflix. What am I watching besides like um, Abbott Elementary? I watched that on Hulu, which is ABC. Um, 90 Day Fiance, I'm still into. I have to say, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. The only person that's keeping me engaged in that show is um, Kimberly. Okay? And apparently, Kimberly's son is going to make a feature on the 90 Day, the single life tell all because word on the street, he's dating Veronica. I have to say, though, 90 Day, they have so many spinoffs. I can't even keep up. They have one with. 90 Day in Paradise is coming. Um, they have lo- Love Without, Love, Love, not Love Without Borders. That's Bravo, which I do love too. I, d- I actually really am enjoying Love Without Borders, where these singles from the United States go to another country and end up living with this person that they've been matched with and seeing if it works. And if it does work, they're going to stay there. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, so I'm enjoying that show. And oh, speaking of Bravo, Family Karma, if you guys, I just always tell anybody that I know about Family Karma, I think they are still in their season three doing quite well and bringing just wholesome reality TV that's interesting and funny, but also dramatic because this week, Monica, boyfriend, Rishi, the Drake lookalike, apparently cheated, but denies it. I believe he did. I believe he did. Just saying. But 90 Day Fiance, rewinding back a little bit, 90 Day The Single Life for me is the best this season. Not all the couples I love, but to me, I like the fact that they kept it short. They kept it, you know, it's not a long show. It's not like the hour and a half that 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After is. 
And I get it. Business, you, you have to do that, whatever. Advertisers, whatever. I don't care. It's boring, though. I'm not loving the couples on Happily Ever After. I'm, I'm slowly and slowly becoming Meredith Marks with 90 Day Fiance, disengaging. Because a lot of the couples, I end up recapping it and like, I don't want to talk about this one. I don't want to talk about this one. Can we talk about Potomac? It's it's not often, you know, certain podcasts, you know, we already recap Real Housewives a lot already on other platforms. But sometimes I have afterthoughts. And I kind of want to just talk about the Real Housewives of Potomac season overall. And I've sort of had like this up and down um, affair with Real Housewives of Potomac this season. Because I don't love seeing that. Look, we know these Housewives reality TV ladies can be mean girls. It's just, it's so apparent and it's so clear. And maybe because of our coverage of the Shanquilla uh, Robinson situation, looking at Wendy in Miami with these mean girls that obviously do not like her and are purposely trying to alienate her, I'm just sort of like, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm feeling different towards their behavior. Okay. And sidebar, for all you people that are so triggered when people say, and I look, everyone has a right to their opinion, even if you don't agree with me. But those of you that are so triggered when other people are saying, this season is so dark, this season, well, if you don't agree, that's okay too. All right? You don't have to agree with when people say that the season is so dark. I have to say the franchise overall, I think it's starting, it's going in areas that you're like, what's happening? But it's okay for people to say, oh, it's dark, or they don't like it. or It's okay. I just find it so interesting when they want people to shut up and not... No, the same way you're able to express your opinion, other people should be allowed to express their opinion. It's okay. <laughs> so, Real Housewives of Potomac, they're still in Miami. I'm still waiting for them to finally celebrate Karen's birthday. We, we haven't really quite gotten there. But... Karen, I have to say, this past week when Ashley brings up Candace talking about cheating rumors and her, she's like, you will not talk about my institution. I love love the way that Karen handles herself. She has always been really good at handling herself, even if it doesn't make sense. Even if it doesn't make sense, Karen is able to respond. She doesn't quiver. Yeah, she might walk away, but she doesn't quiver to these women she comes back and she pulls herself together like a true Taurus woman i can appreciate that wendy though i'm gonna be honest with you because i think two things can exist can i be rooting for wendy when it comes to these ladies and them attacking her and but also feel like wendy doesn't bring anything this is her third season and i'm so bored with wendy seeing wendy at home i'm not interested Seeing Wendy in her separate scenes, I'm not interested. And yes, is she an incredible woman doing incredible things? Yes, all that can be true. We can say the same about Escala. Candace was on Watch What Happens Live talking about Escala. Bring Escala back. Why didn't you guys bring Escala back? She's fabulous. She probably is fabulous, but she just didn't read well on television. She was she wasn't entertaining. She's beautiful woman, beautiful, great fashions, beautiful gowns, but she didn't bring anything. And and maybe that's a good thing. I don't think that I would bring anything great to reality TV. And that could be a good thing. That means you're normal. <laughs> that means you're a normal human being. Don't bring Escala back. And honestly, I don't want Wendy to come back after this season. Because Mia definitely doesn't need to come back. I just feel like Mia is a liability. You just don't know what Mia is going to do. 
You don't. And and I've said this before. I like Mia. I think Mia is funny. I think she's quirky. I think she's delusional. I think she's a liar. And she owns that she's a liar. But now her behavior is weird. It's almost like you just never know what she's going to do. And if you allow her to continue to be on the show, I feel like, oh, we, we didn't pay attention to what she did in Miami. Now look what she's doing now. You know what I mean? And Robin's been needed to go. We've said this before, Robin. I know, I know, I know you were trying this season, but you have a lot to answer for come this reunion. But Candace, I really was expecting you to give it to Robin in that moment when she pulled out her Bluetooth speaker. When she blo- when she pulled out her Bluetooth speaker, I thought you were going to give it to It's like, girl, how about you play the entire thing when I was promoting your embellished, embellished, embezzled, embellished hats. How about that moment? But no, she sort of quivered away and just was like, uh, I, Robin, I didn't expect this from you. And maybe she was really felt ambushed and caught off guard. And then Ashley pivoting and say, well, since you're saying that um, Karen is, is loyal and about, well, what about the cheating rumors? Ashley was working for her check this this episode. She was recording the fight between Candace and Robin in the car. She's starting drama between Candace and Karen. But when Candace was like, I, I that doesn't even sound like anything that I would say. That 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 I and I would never say that to her. And literally, she did say it. And look, she was just saying what the rumors that she's heard. But I'd much rather her say that than try to backpedal and deny it. Just saying. And Giselle is just still there pretending, bringing Pastor um, Jamal on the show and pretending like what? I don't know. Like, I like Giselle on the show. I think Giselle can be funny. We have some funny moments. But Giselle is becoming tiring. And as I said before, right now they're sort of brushing over the allegations that she's brought against Chris. But those are some serious allegations to bring up. For the love of Bill Cosby, and when I say for the love, I'm not... Now, more allegations are coming out against him. These are like, let's not take away from the seriousness of these types of allegations. And if you felt uncomfortable, I wouldn't have brought it to the show. I would have been like, you know what? I felt uncomfortable. You know, I don't want to bring it on the show because, but that's not your intention. Your intention is to have a moment because you have nothing else. Giselle, you have nothing else. Very much that this is why you and Robin are besties. You're both miserable together. Just saying Anyways, guys, how are you feeling about the Real Housewives of Potomac? I know a lot of people have been saying, oh, they are replacing Atlanta. Atlanta's still currently filming. We're seeing we're seeing confessionals. We're seeing them filming together. Uh, no word on what's coming out from the season. I mean, I've heard a little something. I'm just not going to mention it yet. I've heard a little something. Just a little something. We have a couple of new faces that will be making appearances. Some faces that we don't want to see. Manetta. I mean, no, I don't want to say I don't want to see Moneta's face. However, I'm seeing a lot of Moneta, and I'm like, but I'm I'm open to being wrong because I thought Mon- I was open to Moneta last season, and I was like, okay, and she brought nothing. But maybe she turned it up a bit. But then I have a feeling no, because I remember Moneta on the other reality show, and she really wasn't. You know, we felt sorry for her because of the whole Neil situation, but she didn't bring a lot then. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm open to it. I'm going to give her a shot. <laughs> look, I'm going to give her a shot. Be, look, Bravo's already giving her a shot by bringing her back. 
but we shall see. There's some new faces that I'm I'm interested to see and how this will play out. Guys, as always, don't forget to rate and review. Give us five stars, damn it. <laughs> Let me know how you feel about the podcast. And don't forget to sharing is caring. All right? Sharing is caring. And the visual version of the podcast will be available on the Campfire Radio YouTube channel. Also is where you can see past episodes, but also past interviews. Because for some of you don't know, I've been doing this for quite a long time. So you can hear some of our interviews with some of your favorite celebrities, people behind the scenes, and TV icons like Oprah Winfrey. As always, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and don't forget to rate and review the podcast Kempire Radio on your favorite podcast platform. More information will be available in the description of the episode or the video. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning into the Kempire here on the Kempire Radio Network. The Kempire Radio Network is available on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and plenty other places. Be sure to check out KempireRadio.com or the links in the description of this episode.